Going on. Just, um, just having a pizza, I'm just finishing off here. You what? You pizza. You eat well, yeah, pizza on the on the podcast. Well, needs must, isn't it? <laughs> I don't have a lot of time in my life anymore. <laughs> you want to eat your pizza and then we'll do it after. No, 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 it's fine. I'll just nibble away at it. It's fine. I won't make any noise. I won't, I won't chew loudly or anything. What are you putting on it? Uh, it's what's well, easy, isn't it? So it's like a basil oil that came with it. That's fine. Is Not it a takeaway? Takeaway pizza, hey? No, it's, it's, it says reduced to clear in Tesco. It's DD pizza. They were like £7. They're now £4.17. So I thought I'll just take one in. Why not? <laughs> All right, well, um, ap- apologies to uh, any listeners that uh, have that. What's that thing like where, where the sounds kind of like this? <laughs> Some like, people like that. A- a- ASMR, ASMR like, a, a, like pizza eating. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, let's just start the pod with that. I mean, yeah, crunch it. Well, uh, just before we start, you're not pouring mayonnaise all over that pizza, are you? What makes you think that? Because I just saw. Some sort of white tub come out of a fucking. No, you, Ross. Come on now. Oh, I mean, no. <laughs> you've lost the plot, Ross. That pizza looks delicious, and now you're going to absolutely ruin it by pouring all that. I'm not over it. I'm not touching That is disgusting. You're an animal. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Football Humans. Um, not sure how much of the uh, the start of our chat we're going to keep it in, but um, if you do hear some munching, it is John Berry having a pizza. Um, but uh, say hello, John. Oh, hello. <laughs> and uh, with us as ever is Mr. Mike Felton. Say hello, Mr. Mike Felton. Hello. And uh, today we are kicking off with the news that Roman Abramovich has apparently, whoa, had some uh, offshore accounts uh, during his time in Chelsea. And uh, they may have related to payments, you know, to, to, to some of the uh, the dealings that was going on at the time. What do we think, Michael, as a Chelsea fan? I mean, wasn't this always speculated anyway? Always uh, speculated, but apparently evidence is coming out. And Chelsea released a statement to say no one currently at the club has anything to do with any of this, basically. Well, they don't. That's the thing. They don't. So I don't know. I don't know how they do that for past things. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's not good, is it? I mean, it's not great. Look so, at Rangers. Look at Rangers. What? Well, all their stuff that happened was in the in the 90s and 2000s. Yeah. And look at they got demoted and liquidized. Well, let's I mean let's hope that doesn't happen. Liquidated. <laughs> liquidized. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean honestly, I don't know. I haven't read all this yet, so I've been trying to avoid it. Fair enough. I mean, I I think I think Manchester City 
and Chelsea should be worried because they're obviously, you know, there are investigations going in and light rangers, yeah. That I mean, if if it's all found to be the case, they they could there could be sanctions that that mean that they do get relegated and like they do have like you know financial things imposed on them. So, do you know what I think? I think it's more than Man City and Chelsea need to be worried. I don't think anyone needs to be worried. I don't think they'll actually do anything. I think everyone's known for a long time these things go on. Like they, there's not everything, not everything's above board, and there's lots of business deals with important people who run clubs or whatever. So it's like I think these things are swept under the carpet because. If it's kind of like you out somebody, you have to you keep outing people, and somewhere along the line, it's a, a stop put to it. Um, a, a, a stop put to it. Does that make sense? No. So yeah, I just that... stop it. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Because I did wonder that as well. It's just it's it's obviously levels of how bad the corruption is, or how bad you know. Obviously, being direct. Uh, you know, especially these days, being linked with Putin is like he's always been linked to Putin, hasn't he? There's always been stuff going on there. Um, you know, it's, it's that's not a secret. And and they, I mean, the due diligence should have known that at the time, and I'm sure they did know that at the time for the Premier League. So it is another one of those things. Of like like John said, I'm sure there's so many more, and it's just like at what levels you consider them corruption and stuff, and it's just sort of like. Yeah, what what do they get? I mean, it's not just this country either. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, it still doesn't excuse anything. And um, you know, oh. if there has to be sanctions, there is. But then, yeah, is well, that case of then who's next? And if one exactly. gets away, how yeah. can one? How can they do something to someone else? You know, exactly. a bit, I don't know. Then go. Oh God, we, we didn't realize this. We didn't realize how many sanctions they take over the club. That these people involved with this or that, everybody knew. Do you know what I mean it's like everyone in the top brass of governments and politics and finance? Everyone knows. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it does go deeper than football. Yeah, you're right. It goes into like finance and government because you know this. They they wanted overseas money. There was you know there was a load of greed coming, and that, that's yeah. why all these like high rises and offices are owned by people from other countries because. You know, politically, that was what what the climate was like. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it still is to a degree. People, it's it's something from us, from a fan's point of view, that we will never understand because you know, there's people no. higher up that have money, have money, have power, have whatever, but just don't. You know, they're not bothered about the football; they're bothered about themselves and money. That so far from their, reality, their decisions we're not going to know. Like, yeah. 30 years ago, chairmen were like rich guys. So it's like, oh, this guy's a millionaire. He's a military self. Nowadays, these guys are so, so far from reality. It's like, we can't comprehend the world they live in. They live in and they, and vice versa for us. It's just a, it's a money pit, isn't it? True. Well, two big money pits collided with an absolutely epic four-all draw. Man City against Chelsea. Um, what a game! Let's let's, uh, let's have a look at this game. Like um, Cole Palmer, great signing. Like bit like the the thing that I liked about the in the game. Did you see when he went over to the huddle and Harland like pushed him away? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 kind yeah. of like thing. Like <clears throat> there's some really nice moments in that game, and I think both teams kind of like 
were, were really going for it and like re- like just playing really really like entertaining football like obviously from a neutral's perspective like just watching it it was just such an exciting game and you didn't know which way it was going to go and like city kind of i guess if to use like a boxing analogy that they were on the ropes like you know especially in that first half if yeah. like, I think the the thing with City is, uh, I mean, it was great because both teams were going for it. The midfields were getting bypassed all the time. Yeah. But the difference is, I mean, Chelsea had probably more chances, but City are just clinical. And, you know, other than maybe the deflected one, but City are just clinical with the stuff. But, um, and it was just great, yeah. It was just back, you know, just up and down the pitch, like, one to one attack to another attack. It was brilliant. And like you said, Cole Palmer was great. I thought Raheem Sterling was brilliant, like pressing from the front. Kid yeah, winning yeah. the ball. Like um yeah, there was a lot of good, good performances. But again, it's like the Chelsea it's like the the Arsenal and the Spurs performance. My worries are not against teams like that, you know. I'm I mean I'm surprised we played as well as that and I was fearing it at the time. But when there's space on the pitch, the team knows how to play. If, if City had sat back, that would have been a different story. But City would never yeah. sit back. <laughs> yeah. Cool, yeah. But yeah, brilliant. Lot, lots of uh, positives on show for both teams and, and for the, the the neutrals, you know. For the neutrals, it was a great game. I mean, it was it was a nervy game for me. I didn't want to watch that penalty and I didn't want to watch the penalty. I heard it, but I was walking around at the same time. <laughs> but I loved his celebration as well. He didn't really celebrate. He just sort of went like, what can you do? Yeah, but, exactly, yeah. The City yeah. yeah, it was great. Yeah, really. really the, the, the decisions were correct. The the VAR and everything from a refereeing perspective, I I did feel mm. like I know they took a lot of time over some of them, but they did they did make the right calls. Like you know, it wasn't well. Yeah, unlike yeah, not controversial was... in that in that sense. Like it, it, it no. was, it were all right. But the thing is though, this keeps being mentioned about the Tottenham game. I don't think there was anything controversial in the Tottenham game. I think they got them all right. They just took too long. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we keep saying like, oh, you know, this this game was better for the football and stuff, and it might it was a better football game. The other one had a lot of incidents, but I don't think the referees were really at fault. Yeah. You can't not send Romero off for that tackle. You can't not give a penalty. So, yeah. um, but yeah, this one, it, other than I, I would, it's a dubious penalty for me. Still, the first one, I think it's harsh because mm-hmm. they're both pulling each other, um, but. I can see it. I can see why it's been given. But I do still think it's harsh. But that might be because, you know, I'm a Chelsea fan. Straight away, I was... No, straight away, I thought... I didn't think it was a penalty. But it's only, like, on reflection. Like, when you watch it again, you kind of go, well, I can see why he's... And it's... What was he called? Cucurella. Well, Cucurella. Yeah. I can't stand him, mate. If I was a Chelsea fan, I'd be like, oh, he get is- out of my club. He's so... Oh, my God. I did say at the time, I guarantee he needs to be searching for gambling because he had a book. He was like, I've, I've got a million quid on me to get booked. Yeah. He's like, going out his way. Like, even like, when he was attacking, he's shoving folk up in the park and that. I was like, this guy has got something on him. But anyway, yeah, I can't stand him either. Well, I can't stand him. Do you know what? I honestly thought uh, he's a terrible signing, but I've got to say, in the last few games, he's actually played quite well. I thought he played. he's been playing decent. He's, and, uh, you're not playing too badly, but but um, discipline-wise. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's the same as Nicholas Jackson. He managed to make. He's been suspended once already. He managed to make it through this game, 
get subbed without getting a yellow card. He's still got a yellow card from the sidelines. I mean, <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's yeah, like the guy is mad. It's just yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's nuts. But also, Conor Gallagher in that game was great. I mean, he's just, you can see why Pochettino likes him. And he's hes sort of growing on Chelsea fans, I think, by yeah. the sheer, like, willingness to run all the time. Yeah. And, and it rate's unbelievable, really. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. Well, it goes to show when he takes Fernandez off and keeps Gallagher on and pushes Gallagher back. And then, even at that point, takes Caicedo off and, yeah. Did he take him off? Can't remember. Maybe that might have been the game before. But yeah, he just keeps Gallagher on. He's yeah, very good. But yeah, it's such a good game. And yeah. to have scored uh, eight goals in two games is not bad. Seems as though we don't score that many. <laughs> we create loads of chances, don't put a lot away. So, is it a sense that. of going into the the international break a little bit annoyed that you know you're not keeping that momentum going? Do you think? No, honestly, I, you, but or... no, because we still <clears throat> we've still got massive injury problems. So, Reese James, you know, was taken off because he's still not hundred percent fit. He was great, and I thought like because Doku's been excellent, but Doku was quite quiet in that oh. game. So, um, yeah, I think now the international break is probably helpful for us to have a little. You know, there's a lot of injuries going around. I mean. I'm sure Newcastle will be happy there's a break as well. They've got tons of injuries. 100%. Yeah, there's a few, there's a lot of clubs that I think will be happy for the, the break at the minute. Just to, I mean, look at the England squad. Loads of them pulled out now. So. Yeah. Do you see Trippier? Trippier shouting at the uh, Newcastle fan at the end of the game. The ball. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I thought... Yeah. I think, I think it is harsh on Newcastle. I think everyone could kind of see it. Like them playing in the Champions League and the Premier League like they've only got like a really good eleven. So as soon as you get yeah. in, like catching it up, they like, like I, when I when I saw the team against Bournemouth, I saw the lineup. I thought, why are they resting so many players? Because I didn't realise the injuries. Because they go through it, and it's like, oh, hang on. So it's like from top to bottom. I'm not going through, but Carl Wilson, Isak at the top, and it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, just having like 10, 10 first, 11 yeah. first team players. Well, Tenali Gomez was uh, suspended as well. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Dan Burn, yeah. Dan Burn, and a half as well. Um, Dan Bond, uh, Bos, oh, um, Botman, yeah, Botman. Yeah. Botman. Um, so I mean, they've had loads and loads of injuries, and it's like they're they're, they're due to defeat because they've been overachieving again. Newcastle, for me, they have. It's like oh, they're owned by Saudi Arabia, but they they've not got Ronaldo and Mbappe, fat, fat Ronaldo up front. They've not. They've still got the JK Murphys, Sean Longstaffs, and all yeah. that player. Yeah. So it's yeah. like so. Well, they get beat, and the Newcastle fans are going mad at them. It's like Trippy. I mean, I, I mean, I don't really know what, what's what's right and wrong these these professional football players get involved or not. But I can see his point. It's like, are we not giving everyone out there? We've given everyone out there. We've got beat, right? So get over it. Like, like we've done, we've done our best. We've got a well, well depleted team. That's the end of it. Don't. And Newcastle fans, they, after what they've been through, how can they get the cheek of being shouted at players? Like, got going at places to get beat one game. They've overachieved for the last two seasons, and they're on their way up, 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 up. Like as long as the money keeps getting invested, so calm down, just accept. You're trying it. to think like it's just mm-hmm. the, you know, the odd one or two just knobhead. Like because if you actually watch, yeah, yeah, yeah. probably yeah. watch the camera footage from someone filmed it from quite far back. You can see it's like two guys just like leave, and then the rest of the fans around them were actually applauding. So, yeah, so it's it's always the minority, always, always the minority, minority that kind of cause that sort of stir. Yeah. But... Yeah. yeah, but I mean, also, you got to remember, Newcastle to Bournemouth is a bit of a trek. And Newcastle, did, even though they got injuries, you know, yeah. you still want to 
still want your team to, to show a bit of something, and they didn't show anything, really. So yeah. I, can, I can kind of get that other point of view as well. You know? Yeah. Do Someone you, spent, yeah. Yeah, do you, spent do you their day but... travelling, and then they're yeah. like, well, He's done nothing. <laughs> it's not like it's Man United fans that all live in London. Do you know what I mean? It's like Newcastle fans yeah, yeah. live in Newcastle, don't they? Do you know what I mean? So well, some, of them live in Edinburgh. Some, some United fans live in Edinburgh. Talk about Edinburgh. I don't, I don't know if you've... Well, something else early. I don't know if you've seen the highlights of the Motherwell Hearts game. I don't know if you watched that the weekend, did you? Anyway, probably not. Uh, Hearts had two stonewall penalties, right? Uh, they, they weren't given, and um, so basically the first one was um, uh, Hearts and Striker turns out of the box. The Motherwell player sticks his boot up to block him and puts his foot right in his chest, brings him down. It's not only a stumble penalty, it's assault. Um, referee says, "Oh, no penalty, no, no, no penalty." And even I think everyone on the ground, including Motherwell fans, are like, "Oh, are you sure about that?" VAR gets involved. You might want to double check that, mate. Runs over the VAR screen, watches that again. Yeah, almost kills them. No, no penalty, no penalty, no penalty. Fifties decision. So I'm watching that. So I was like, this is an absolute fast. So I'm watching that that football 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 show on Sky Sports with Dermot Gallagher and all that. Mm. And they're all laughing. They're like, like, like it's like, what's he doing there? Like it's like because it's like it's quite embarrassing because does he not know the rules? Because like if he's saying that there was no contact, which there quite clearly was contact, he's 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 got stud marks on his chest. If he thinks there's no contact, it's still a foul um, because because he's went to block him, so it's obstruction with his foot to block him getting the box. So in that case, it's an indirect free kick. So what is the referee saying there? It's not a penalty. It's not an indirect free kick. So it must be a dive. Well, why is he not booked him for diving? It just yeah. the, the referees are absolute fucking disgrace. It's like I'm not being funny. It's like oh, you shouldn't argue with the referees, and there's too much pressure on them and VAR. And it's like, but they don't even know their own fucking rules. It's like they don't have a clue what they're doing. Stonewall penalty second half as well, but nothing. Motherwell player goes down. Nothing happened. Penalty. Because it's all Western Scotland referees. It's all Western Scotland. Give all Western oh, Scotland. All the They're all from Glasgow. They're all from Glasgow. Give hearts nothing. I'm fucking Did happy. You one, game? One. Did you win? Eh? One, two, yeah. one. But... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are you complaining about then? Oh, but <laughs> the point. If you, if you had a chance, look, just so you, just so you can see for yourself, or I'll send it later as well. Just, just yeah, so you can send see it later, it. yeah. So, uh, how did we all do on our fantasy football? Uh, it again. Is, is it something you want to talk about, Barry? Like fantasy football, where are you in the league? What's going on? <laughs> I mean, Steve's doing worse than me. I mean, Steve, Steve has won two out of the last three, isn't he? And he's rock bottom. He's rock yeah. bottom, but you're, you're one point, well, one place above him. So you're on 10 yeah, points. Yeah, I've, I've had a shocking start. A it's shocking start. He's like I've... six points adrift, I think, now. Yeah, he is, yeah. I mean, it's mad. Madness. We've played 12 yeah. games in this. Steve has won one. <laughs> Barry's won three. So it's poor, yeah. man. It's poor form. I love yeah. this week. Oh. Got beat by it? your dad, bit brass. I know. But it, it, it was all down to Salah. Once I saw that Salah had scored those two goals, I was like, that's it, I'm done. It is, it's, it, to be fair, I put Salah in a few weeks ago because I just had enough of it because everyone was playing. I was like, I'm doing quite well. And I see someone's got Salah as captain. I'm like, oh, I think Salah's captain, but I, did, I thought he's past his best, which he is, but not as past as I thought. 
And it's like, oh, another hat trick, another hat trick, another hat trick. I'm sick to death yeah. of it. So. And also, I didn't captain Haaland, and he got two two goals. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I captain Watkins for some. Oh, yeah, stupid decisions. You went for the differential. Barry, 15 consecutive home games, Salah has either scored or had an assist. <laughs> 15 yeah, consecutive home games. Yeah, I put him in ages ago. And you still think he's past? I just uh, you make me laugh, mate. You make me is, laugh. Is, is, is he as good as he was three years ago? It's different. It's a different player. He got he got involved like in that sort of thing, man. He's still and he's not. He's still world class. Yeah, he is still world class. Still world class. He's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> well, from a Liverpool perspective, uh, I was very happy. We were playing quite well. Uh, only negative was uh, Endo should probably have got um, sent off. I don't know if you saw that. It's a, de- a definite red card. Would it have changed the result? Probably not. But yeah, I can see why people getting a lot of people like saying, "Oh, Liverpool fans, oh, you know, with VAR, everything's going for them now. You know, nothing's going to go against them because of what happened with Spurs and all that sort of bollocks." But true. True. Yeah, whatever. True. Wouldn't have changed. <laughs> I mean, I was quite scared of playing Brentford. Brentford, you know, they're a tough, tough team to to play. And yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we lost. Oh, they are. Yeah. To beat them three 0 yeah, is, yeah it's, it's quite positive. And Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool on the season round. They're, they're now on the up. So they, 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 I mean, I said the same last season. They finished outside the top four or whatever. But it's like this season, it's like it started bad as well. You're thinking, oh, do you know what? Then now it's going on and on. Like Klopp will eventually go because they're going to be like the the, the glory period is over. But actually, the, the uh, Liverpool will, I think, will uh, quite comfortably finish top four this season. Uh, possibly top three or two. So well, going into the international break, it's all quite tight at the top, isn't it? You know, yeah. City, yeah. City, Liverpool, Tottenham, Arsenal. All right. Yeah. And then, and isn't that mad? You sent it through the other day that Man United have got the most points in the last oh, five. Games. I yeah. said that. I know. Well, well, oh, how is, is the under then? Is it just because of Europe? Because obviously they're not done well in Europe. I don't know, but they've not done that well in the league either, have they? I mean, it's like I, I don't. They've won the most <laughs> points. I don't remember them winning that game. They've been scraping through games though. That's what it is, isn't it? I mean, they only beat what Luton one nil at home this weekend, wasn't it? And then. I'm sure didn't they beat Sheffield United what two two one or two I don't know, yeah. but they're still they beat... picking up wins. So I was really surprised with that. I was like, oh right, okay, yeah. Nice. Their front, their front three of uh, Rashford, Hoyland, and uh, what's the other guy? Anthony. Anthony. On, Anthony. On I've got one goal between them. Yeah, in the last. Yeah, sure. But like... that makes me laugh. It's like you know with a uh, Southgate and. Um, not having Sterling in, whether you have him in or not, but he's like comes out and say, "Well, who do you want? Who would replace him?" And then he listed Rash- up all the players, and he was like, yeah. "Well, Rashford." Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. Rashford, so, definitely yeah, mad. <laughs> you can have Van Dorn, mate. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, it's that, it's, 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 yeah, so I, I'm yeah, surprised with United and that. So, but. What is he under pressure still? I don't know. It can't be, surely. It just seems Ooh, like under pressure. Yeah. yeah. 
because well, it was just I so mean, weird. In the gossip columns, it was saying they were thinking of like replacing him, but during this time, they were picking up loads of points. So, I mean, I don't understand. I mean, I, I, like I was like, like I was like, oh, he's a long term appointment. But even I was like, well, actually, he's getting beat all the time. But apparently, they've not been getting beat all the time. They've been winning all the time, which I just don't, I don't, I don't remember at all. I was, I'm sure they've been beating every game. No, no, they've won every. <laughs> I've missed that one. I've missed that. I don't, I don't, um, so, but yeah, like I said, Europe, they've not done well in. Yeah, so they beat down. Fulham. They beat Fulham 1-0 away from home. They beat Sheffield United 2-1, was it, away from home? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I suppose they must, they must have been, yeah. They must have been. They're on 21 points. 21 points. They're sixth in the league. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'd take that. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. Yeah, it's madness. Wait till they get in. And Kunku back over uh, in January, Rasmus, or maybe sign a new striker. I think Chelsea, they're missing, they're missing a couple of links, but I yeah. think for the majority of players, like it will come together. I think. Yeah, mid- yeah. And um, Spurs got done at the end by Wolves, didn't they? So that's two games they've lost now. The- I mean, but they, missing they, players they, as well. Oh, so. yeah. they, they, they were relying on the again like Newcastle, the first eleven, and you lose the players they've lost, and it's kind of or they get bringing in players now that. Weren't meant to, they were meant to be gone. I mean, Emerson Royal, Ben Davis, uh, who else? Dyer. Who, else uh, who? Eric Dyer was. Eric Dyer. I mean, that's three of the four defenders. Hoiberg like, was in as well. Like... Hoiberg, yeah, exactly. Lucelso came on his sub. Brian Hill came on his sub, and it's like, yeah, it's like the, when they were one 0 up, like two or three minutes ago, you're thinking, what a result by the way, because um, I took Wolves and I couldn't buy that was my other kick. I, t- I took Wolves. Um, so I thought it was lucky that week, but I wasn't. The three clocks let me down, but um, <laughs> but uh, it's going to happen because everyone keeps going about Ange and stuff. It's like yeah, but the, the, they are a real football club, and Ange is only human. Like they, they are going to lose games. You have to accept that. That Tottenham that are not going to win every game. It's like oh, Ange and stuff. It's like yeah, they lost two games what? in a row. It's like yeah, they're Tottenham. They can't lose what? two games. In a row. People are saying it as if like it's like a you know they're going to have a meltdown, but it's like they weren't expected to be where they are now. So. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Is the Tottenham have lost two games in a row? Yeah, but they won the first five or six or whatever. So it's like just, just relax. The the press and the pressure and like the, in in Britain is just ridiculous. It's like it's so over exaggerated. I think it's good. Ange, for example, for that like when he's interviewed about, it, he's just so calm. Whether he wins or loses, he's like, yeah. I mean, just fucking relax. Do you know what I mean, he's like, they <laughs> mean, how it is. Everyone's like, oh shit, you got beat. Like, it's like, well, yeah, we're gonna get beat, mate. Like, because that's the way it is. Do you know what I mean? It's like. Just the um, expectation now, though, and I, it'll it'll stay with me the whole season. No matter how much I do like Ange and I, I do like what he's doing and stuff, but when those players were parading their kids around like they just won the like Champions League, like yeah, at Liverpool, like when they beat oh, Liverpool, were they? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, it was so shocking. So yeah, <laughs> I just I just like laughing at them, especially especially <laughs> losing like yeah last last two minutes that Wolves like that was quite. I mean, fair play to Wolves. I think, yeah. you know, that they've actually been playing pretty well, Wolves. It's like, yeah. So, you know, like I said before, that's definitely one I'm going to get wrong already in the predictions because I just thought Me they too. might be cool. Me too. Because so many players. and But fair play, Gary O'Neill's come in, steadied it up. Done really well. Yeah, 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 really well. Why did, so, why did, why did Bournemouth get rid of him, eh? Yeah, weird. well, I know because the other guy's not done great, does he? So, no. they're, bottom, they're bottom three, aren't they? So, it's like it's, they'd be better yeah. off of them. Yeah, well, they're actually out of the bottom three now that they've beat Newcastle. Oh, 
Right, fair enough. The bottom, then... the bottom three now is is the three that came up, which I think a lot of people expected to go back down again. And yeah. Burnley's the one I'm surprised about because Burnley played good football and last year they pissed the championship. So, and it's just not worked for them in the Premier League at all, is it? It's just how old, how old's company got? I I think he'll be he'll be gone by Christmas. He'll be one of those. But, but who'd you get in? It's just like you know half that. Can't defend like Burnley. They just they're just trying to attack, attack, and like just they're so bad. Excuse me. Bless well, <laughs> me. The guy, the guy that was sat, the sat, um, that left Wolves because of, like he fell out with owners, that Julian Lepetigu, who was ex Spain and Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's today turned down the Al Al Etihad job because oh, he yeah. says his only focus is the Premier League because he still lives. Him and his wife still live in Wolverhampton, so he's like, my only focus is the Premier League. So he's obviously been his agents obviously like there will be a job coming up, so just relax. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, I, I mean, Burnley seem to have like decent ownership and stuff. So if that's, that's why. <laughs> Because he wasn't in charge of Wolves for that long, was he? So no. Nah. He signed like a, a, a year's long rental agreement or a two year and he's like, oh, fucking hell. Just I know, like... exactly, I know. But that's what he's saying. We've stayed in Wolverhampton because we love it. And it's like, are you sure, man? You, you, don't, you don't want to go back to Barcelona, Madrid? I was like, no, Wolverhampton for us, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Each of their own, isn't it? Yeah. But I think he'll, he'll, he'll get, I think he'll, he'll get the bonus job if, if the company goes, which is, I mean, it's, it's like you say. I mean, they absolutely smashed the championship last season. So playing good football and all the rest of it. So it's like, I don't know what the hell's going on. I mean, it, it, Rag, I think you said about attacking football, and that's great for some people. But if you cannot defend, you have to make sure you can score those bloody goals. If, you, if like, it's like if you're like, oh, play attacking football. It's like, yeah, but if you're losing three goals a game, you make, you need to make sure you're scoring four. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if, the, so oh, have we had a sack in this year yet? Uh, right at the beginning, didn't want the. Um... There's someone right at the beginning, wasn't there? Wasn't was that the Wolves one? That, that was the Wolves game. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the week before the start of the season, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was mutual, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. so, uh, so L- Luton, Sheffield United, Burnley haven't sat the manager yet. Nah, yeah. nah. Wolves, nah, I don't think we've had anything yet. It's, oh. quite, it's quite surprising, actually. Yeah. Well, it's coming up to Christmas, guys, so it's it's going to happen. <laughs> we've uh, we've got less than a minute. Anything you want to add in less than a minute for the pod? Uh, did you see uh, Aaron Ramsdale's dad come out? Yes, uh, I, did, yeah. I think I think I think I think he had to keep his mouth shut. I don't know why he's come out and said that. That's made it worse. I think. I think it's yeah. made it worse, but I th- I I think he's you know obviously he's in such a hard position because it's his son. Like do you know what I mean? He's like yeah. he needs- he wants- why is he, why is he going on? I don't get. Right. Yeah, exactly. Come on our podcast and let us know, maybe. Yeah. But if it is what, if you know, if it is played out the way he said, it is quite harsh in generally. I think. Well, it is, yeah. I think we all knew it was harsh. I think we all knew it was harsh anyway, because Ramsdale was 